0: When it comes to hard work, there's one important rule. Pick the right tool for the right job. That's why Chevy offers a family of Silverado pickup trucks designed just for the job. Go to ChevyDriveChicago.com put a Silverado in your toolbox. All right, we're in the backyard in Wilmette. Yeah, we've got a
1: special one for you today. And we have a,
0: Yes, we do, Jeff. We have a special podcast over here in the corner is my Partner in crime, let's we'll walk over to him. <laughs> Hold on, excuse me, I know this is very important, but I don't really give a shit needed to see. Oh, hey,
2: what's up? Hey, buddy. Wow, How How are are all the stars Mark are up. That's, that's great. Out the yeah. Well, out, you've to find it. It's good. It's good. It's nice to see yeah, that. You know, his minder <laughs> is looking yes, after him.
0: Yes. We don't, you know, I mean, honestly,
2: a, a Richards High School grad up here, pretty rare.
0: <laughs> you know what? <laughs> pretty rare. I, I don't think, you know what's amazing? Little, uh, you didn't food, check yeah? and see what I where I attended. School. Uh-huh. Name of store yeah,
2: because I, I, I had this argument with somebody. I, like, I thought he went, I, I think he went to high school in the city. He's like, no, he was a suburban <laughs> p***y. I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> and it turns out you were. Oh, uh, John, you refute this? I,
0: I don't have to refute anything because the Bulldogs of Richards High School stand proud and alone upon, uh, up on top of the heap.
1: Yeah. Yeah. In the
0: meantime, I've heard that uh, we're going to yeah. do a little... Dan and I will do a... We're doing a poverty simulation tonight.
1: <laughs> right, a poverty simulation in well, Wilmette. Corey,
0: Corey Brooks is here. Yes, yeah. he is. And I asked Corey to bring the people from Wilmette up to his rooftop st- so that he could, they could write him checks.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay, so that's his plan. They, said,
2: um, they don't go south of Central Avenue, so it's going to be tough for them to get to the south side. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we so, are at the thanks to Neutron neighbors. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. uh, it's, and it's we're with the new, new... What, are you both snerdly Are you doing like an MLS yeah, thing for nice. the
2: old man? We're doing a podcast uh, here, you know. Oh, you are? Yeah, the the, no. the red stepchild of radio. Well, tell us yeah. about your
0: podcast now. Smart. You've just started one.
2: I have. It's called Counter Culture. I'm a counter-revolutionary. Did you? <laughs> um, now, and how can we listen? Because It's at amgreatness.com, American Greatness. And then it'll be on all the it'll be on all the podcast platforms. I was
0: looking... This
2: week, Andrew Claven. Oh, it's a, it, was really, it was a really good conversation actually about Hollywood and the arts and stuff you would appreciate this being a man of letters yeah and also an art, art the only
1: man of letters artists. who ever graduated from Richards high School
0: <laughs> at least I graduated
1: yeah uh, well it should be a good show we hope to get we'll bring you some of the uh, was, Dwayne, Dwayne was Dwayne Wade the first Richards grad to get a college degree Did he get did he get it,
2: he? Marquette yeah oh he left early Yeah. Year. yeah so did you though. I, the great I, ones always leave college that's really early. You know
0: what? Once they get, once I Zuckerberg, got Zuckerberg, once I got Jobs, a, Gates, jo- Gates, all the
1: people that want to control the world. Right. Yeah, I didn't That apps, woman who invented that blood company, Theranos. Theranos, right? Plus, I didn't want to be in the international in criminal. <laughs>
2: yeah, in the woke land
0: of uh, you Wootopia. know Columbia College.
1: Forget it. Yeah, I
2: understand. My alma mater, Columbia College. yeah yeah, well, Once look at economy. where this has brought you. Yeah. you Top experience. of the class. You can go back and demand a refund. You're the one I have. who you're I've the tried. you're the I've one tried. who should be getting a check from Biden. I've tried. Yeah. I've well, tried.
0: Jeff, you're going to be working. You're going to earn your bidding or pe- you're going to earn your keep because uh, you're going to have to edit the <laughs> out of this <laughs> to get yeah. it, this up on it'll the, be good get this
2: you yeah. know well right, enjoy
0: exactly. either way that s- to say, sana- enjoy.
2: sanitize for <laughs> you right, know the wants, masses
0: he just wants our voices in the <laughs> same that's tape. right
2: this is yeah. all I needed I know yeah, exactly alright all right. Yeah. enjoy enjoy oh did you yeah, ask best you? dealing that's, that's the
0: safe word yep
2: Beth,
3: come here
0: I'm not summoning you, but I want you to speak in the microphone. Oh, okay. All right, (laughs) right,
3: you're done. This is Beth
0: Feely from Nutria Neighbors. Tell us at the Chicago Way, because, you know, we're not used to these (laughs) well met ways of how to. We're not culture. What to expect out of Wilmette Neighbors, and why are you doing this, and what's this about?
3: So, New Tier Neighbors, uh, we formed six years ago. Uh, It was in response to a controversy about school curriculum several years ago at our local schools, and we realized that we needed a group that was um, together that would advocate for common sense in our local schools and government, and we needed to be connected, and one of the ways we do that is bringing wonderful speakers like you uh, here so we hold events.
1: She's talking about John talking about John I'm pointing Yeah, although he left
3: and so we also have an email list that we send information out and share information on social media and you know we do it because we want to see our communities thrive and we think that by promoting ideas like common sense and free enterprise and the golden rule which is kind sure. of our, our little tagline uh, that we can do that. So um, it's been it's been wonderful, and we've grown. Yeah. Where
1: can people learn more if they want to get involved or come to the next
3: event? org is Orangey. our website. That's the mm-hmm. best way to find it, and you can sign up for a newsletter, volunteers. which is the primary way we get information out. Uh, we mostly do email. We do have a Facebook page, and we'll get a little bit better about that. But we are I should mention we are all volunteer, sure. so we literally, literally are grassroots and operate on a really shoestring budget, but. But we, um, you know, it's a way that you really connect with one another. And quite frankly, it's an, it's civic engagement. It's good old-fashioned civic engagement because if you don't, you know, it's only a republic if you can keep it, right? Can you possibly
0: have an event where you bring all the people from met up to Cory Brooks's roof and they can write him checks?
3: Absolutely. Well, we're going to be announcing uh, a partnership today that's going to bring some attention and resources to some kids that are going on for post-secondary education. Um, interesting that you say that. So six years ago, one uh, the reason we came together was a controversy at our local high school. They were holding a day of essentially racial ideology conversations. And uh, it was all at New Trier, and it was all very, um, very not connected with uh, with communities such as Pastor Brooks. So we asked the school to include some balance in it. They declined. It became a big story. But um, our alternative activity for that day was to go down to Woodlawn. So we brought oh, a co- we brought a bunch of students down there and some parents, and they connected with kids from that neighborhood. Yeah. Um, they were able to learn about the school, and the, my favorite part, um, our, our students uh, who went down there, by the end of it, the, our hosts asked if they could stay longer, and our kids wanted to stay, because oh, they were having such a great time, and they learned so much, and my daughter still talks about that, so yes, so the answer is yes.
1: <laughs> That's what we need more of, like experiencing things that open people's eyes to the humanity and all of us.
3: You know, honestly, like, we all are neighbors, and um, you, gotta, you have to get to know people one-on-one, and... It is really the best, I think it's the best way.
0: One other way to get to know you, Beth Dealey, is to listen to your podcast. Tell us about that.
3: Oh, well, thank you for asking, John. So, I uh, co-host a podcast. It is called Take Back Our Schools. It's on the Ricochet Network, and I was asked to do it. I'm fairly active in the parent activism world by way of getting my start here six years ago. And I co-host it with Andrew Gutman, and we really are two accidental activist parents, and talk about education issues. Uh, We talk to people who are in the policy world. We talk to teachers. We talk to authors. Uh, There is so much that parents really need to learn about the state of education and how they really are their children's main educators. And so we try to connect them with resources and information and try to have some fun doing it.
1: love it. And we're going to be able to find more about that.
3: It's it's on all of the podcast platforms. So you can look at Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Take Back Our Schools. And then it's also available at Ricochet's website, which is ricochet.com.
1: Well, it's a great event today we're here. And it's so far looks fantastic. A great Great crowd. Great Great weather. weather. Sold out. Sold out. In five days. In five days. and it's a great spread. So thank you so much for putting this together. And I hope, uh, I hope the next one's even better.
3: Thank you both.
1: Thanks so this
3: is a guy who lives high on the hog. And he has this Tammany Hall style
2: attitude to power. And um, it is, it's the Chicago way.
3: Absolutely. The, the, the Chicago way is a deep cultural phenomenon.
1: It's the Chicago way.
3: The Chicago way. That's the focus.
1: In a
2: tower by the river, there lived a man.
1: Castle.
0: There was a man who took a stand. With pen and paper in his hand. Defeating foes in every ward with a pen more mighty than the sword. No escape from his ink lasso. In a tower by the river.
3: Castle. Here's how you get him. He pulls a knife, you pull a gun, he sends one of yours to the hospital, you send one of his to the morgue. That's the shampackle win. Newtron Neighbors is a community group we formed six years ago um, in, to address a local controversy at our kids' schools um, over curriculum. And we realized that it was important to have an organization of community members that would advocate for common sense and in our local government and in our schools. And we've been doing that since 2017. Uh, we share information through our email list. We have about 2,000 people on, and you can sign up for it at NutureNeighbors.org. And we also hold events like this uh, to get the information out, to hear interesting insights about living here in Illinois. Um, and in the North Shore area. And you can read about what we do on this flyer. This is at the uh, check-in, and feel free to grab one. You can learn more um, and check out our website. Uh, Something else that we do is that we think it's important to be good neighbors around the Chicagoland area. And in that vein, we believe that directly connecting with communities um, that aren't necessarily right next door to ours, um, especially communities that are struggling uh, with the problems associated with poverty that we um, can help them by walking alongside them and help in big ways and small. And in that vein, uh, tonight we are announcing that we are partnering with Game Changers Foundation, uh, the president of it is here, Joe um, to issue two $1,000 grants to, to deserving students from Chicago South Side. Um, yeah. These grants are going to go to two students from Project Hood, and we are so blessed to have Pastor Corey Brooks, the leader of Project Hood, and William's Church. Yeah, to have to you a him. So be sure to look for that. Uh, but he identified two, two students who are going on for post-secondary education. And so Gregory Melton is going to Southern Illinois. And Lanaya Champ is going to Northern Illinois. And we are pleased to give a check to Project Hood to help defray those costs. So, and Ted has that check, and we'll be be sure it gets to the right person. So, all right, so both uh, both Pastor Brooks and Joe are here, so you can also connect with them after our program um, if you would like to learn more about their programs and how you can help I also wanted to announce all donations to new Trier neighbors through the end of the month will go to this grant fund because we would like to extend this to others. So if you visit um, the donate site, if you go to our website, um, through September 30th, that is, uh, that is going to go so that we can bring this to our kids. Um, after that, you're welcome to donate to your neighbors so that we can keep our website going, and <laughs> a more events, um, and also in, uh, really continue this. We are an all volunteer organization, so your money goes—every uh, penny of it—goes to just operate uh, what we do. All right, so now for why you're here, um, John Cass legendary columnist formerly of the Chicago Tribune, now johncastnews.com
2: everyone
3: subscribe if you haven't yet and also the Chicago Way podcast and Dan Proft who is morning host of AM5 legendary
2: legendary morning host (laughs) (laughs) in about 20 years
3: Uh, he is the host of AM560's Chicago's Morning Answer, and he also has a new podcast called Counterculture. Definitely check it out. Uh, and Dan's a longtime friend of Nuture Neighbors. He actually broke the story um, about that curriculum controversy, which really Thank was to Maybe only 10 years, you'll be a pleasure. Right. (laughs) So they are going to chat here for about 30 to 40 minutes. Uh, Then we will have plenty of time for audience questions. Ted will oversee that portion. And also to note, we are recording this, and we will post it on our YouTube channel. So just keep that in mind. Uh, And all right, with that, please sit back and enjoy uh, John and Dan, and just join us in welcoming them uh, this evening.
2: Thank Thank you All right, let's just begin. Everybody close your eyes and think about if you lived west of Waukegan Road, and then we can begin this poverty simulation. <laughs> we're not,
1: not doing that,
2: that. I don't think we're doing that. Um <clears throat> All right, John, uh, you fled the state of Illinois, legendary columnist John Cass fled the state of Illinois for that's, Northwest
0: Indiana. That's how I became legendary, by fleeing.
2: How do, <laughs> how do we get you back? Yeah. Your, your family ran a grocery store, is that right? Yes, we ran uh, supermarkets. Talk into the
0: microphone so the nice people can hear you. We ran, can you hear me? Yeah. <clears throat> Jeff Carlin, is the sound, sound working a little closer? A little closer. Okay right on the teeth, okay? <laughs> so yes, we our family did run supermarkets on the south side when the inspectors from the 14th Ward came to the house, or to the store and they said uh, they looked at the steaks and they said, nice steaks Greek, to my dad. And my dad said fill up the in Greek he said, Yemiseta, fill up the shopping bags and say nothing and that's how he learned all about
2: politics <laughs> so um i have a way i just came up with this idea thinking about the event uh, event tonight to make it all right to bring you back to chicago yes to um, secure reparations for your family for the for lost stakes uh what if what if I could broker a deal whereby you would be named one of the managers of BLM Brandon Johnson's new city-owned grocery store? Well,
0: I'll do it in a second. I'll do it in a second. We almost had an accident on the way over here. Betty was looking at her phone. Sorry, Betty. It was the, it was the other day. It wasn't today. It was the other day. She was looking at her phone, and she said, this Tribune keeps... The Tribune keeps wanting me to come back. And I said, you mean the subscriber? And she said, yeah, subscriber. And I said, well, tell them tell you'll do it if, I, if you, they bring me back for a million dollars a year. <laughs> now, I would, wouldn't do it for twice that
2: sum. Because well, it would be a pay cut <laughs> now. What price freedom, my friend? What price freedom? All right, so, um, so, so that which leads into the larger uh, question. I know, you know, you were lashed to the mass of uh, triple threat for the first, I don't know, two and a half, three Why years did you support of, her administra- uh, of her administration. Lori Lightfoot is a change agent. Lori Lightfoot is is a Reagan in a Joe Pesci suit. I mean, you just went on and on and on. And, 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 and I, I, Lori you, Lightfoot is great. Lori Lightfoot is going to do wonderful he's things. Lori Lightfoot is going to make this uh, heaven on earth. He's a um, So where, where are you now that that's stipulated? And thank you for that. Where, where are you on BLM Brandon in his uh, first uh, 150 days or so? I or think or
0: he's or doing. Longer. I know he's, he's doing a great job. For God's sake, All come right. on. Police are being beaten in the streets of Chicago the, uh, with two by fours, and he doesn't know anything about it. So I, I think he's doing a good job because i think ultimately the people here want to improve their lives and the way if he stays doing what he's doing they'll improve their lives by leaving by going to naples or st john indiana we've got plenty of cornfields ready for you come on neighbor you know come on
2: I mean, how do you see BLM Brandon playing out? Is this just an extension of what we've seen—the the disintegration of the city—from the little Irish guys to the little Jewish guy to the little Lightfoot to the little—well, he's he's full size, I guess. Worse to Brandon. <laughs> Worse.
0: By the way, did, did you did Lenin wear wear glasses like horn room glasses? Did he? And and yeah. Some. To read. Because he looks like like Lennon he doesn't resemble
2: Lennon a little bit well I mean when he when he talks I suppose by the way Lennon's was one of the names that was suggested for the grocery store that would be good yeah
0: two for five two for five yeah
2: so you're not coming back
0: to Chicago uh No way to get you back? I don't think there's any way I'll come back, but I like to go to the restaurants. I mean, Valari, I like to go. I want to stop at uh, Brundee because Jeff and I still plan on bringing our girlfriends there. (laughs) Jeff Carlin, say hello, Jeff. Jeff Carlin's here. And while we're introducing people, I have to introduce, hey, Jeff, host co-host of the Chicago Way and as I'm introducing people I see this beautiful Sicilian woman <laughs> and the two fine young men standing with her Betty's wave to everybody Betty
2: anyway sorry Betty. no, it's, it's fine. no I, I don't I don't have any family that will associate with me so, I don't, so it's fine there, you can use up your time that's why you're single yeah so many, so, many, so many reasons uh, so um, so so I mean, look, is there any hope? All, all of you uh, you know in, enlightened, highly educated North Shore denizens, do any of you still go to the city? I mean do you, do you look for opportunities to go to the city? do you, you go to the city because you have to for a fundraiser or for a wedding or, or once in a while to go? I mean, seriously, people that used to go out routinely, how many people still I mean go to the city routinely to see a show or to go to a restaurant? How many people still do that routinely? A, a, a smattering A smattering, and be out of there by 11 yeah right, that, actually that's what I hear a lot too you got to be so out of there by 11 what does that mean, you go to dinner at like
0: 7 that's what it means, John Bird like you're in Tampa or like uh, Naples for the early bird special with the the jello
2: you know, have the jello early we have to go to bed early in Naples because we have a tea time that's a little bit different than having to get out because we're in fear of getting gunned down. Yeah, yeah, slightly different. Um, no, but so, so I mean, the prospects. People want to. Uh, can this be turned around? Can we survive? BLM Brandon is some sort of unicorn. A moderate Democrat going to run in four it, years? Will, will Mitt Romney we, can com- we, Who's going to replace Kim Fox? And will they enforce the law? Maybe I mean, Mitt all these Romney, questions. Come on, give us something.
0: Maybe Mitt Romney can unretire in Utah. Sure. Those come here to Chicago and run for mayor because he's such a manager, right? Could he do that? You're deflecting. Look, I don't want to, I don't want to tell people the truth because they can't handle the truth. All right? Yeah. You want to handle the truth, you listen to Dan every morning. Yeah. You read me all the time, but you do. So I don't know what to tell you. Okay, there's no hope. So get on your asses, get in your cars, there's flee,
2: we're here. flee. Well, there's there's some hope in in Matt. I mean, I guess Will Matt. <laughs> I, I, man, I, I don't know. Um, well, I mean, so so the Stacey Davis Gates moment. Oh, does yeah. that provide an opportunity? Kim Fox going, you know, people. Is there an opportunity to do something that people don't think can happen? I mean, no, let's not just be conventional thinkers. Let's let's posit hypotheticals, something that could reshuffle the deck, some sort of deus ex machina that could uh, bring about the unexpected. Bankruptcy. <laughs> maybe, maybe I, a pension fund failure. I was telling Daly to do that a long time ago. No one listened to me. He didn't know what a Deus Ex Machina
0: event was. No, he knew what bankruptcy no. was. No. And that's what I was telling him. Pull the plug on this thing.
3: Who's gonna replace Kim Fox?
0: That, now finally we're at like real issues, okay? Kim does it matter?
2: Does it matter? Well that's a question. Go home. That's a question. Does the question, I mean, under the safety act, I mean, does it really matter if it's Kim Fox or Clayton Harris or, or, you know, go, you know, the names of your Dick Devine, Rich Daly, whoever, I mean, it doesn't it matter Clayton because, Harris because third, I think. Well, because, but, but, but that's the question is, so now you've gone so far in instituting what they've been doing in a de facto way with the safety act. Does it matter? And that's not to say that there aren't problems with the police and this balance and, yeah. but, But I mean, but but when you institutionalize something like no cash bail and putting police uh, on their, uh, you know, on the defensive, then it doesn't matter if you make a personnel change at Cook County State's attorney or in the mayor's office.
0: You would have to get rid of all the judges. You would have to throw them out and start anew, but there's no way to get them, get rid of all of them. You can't do that practically. Can you? can it be done?
2: No, to to impeach every cook county circuit court judge. I mean, I, I mean, that's, that'd be a good start, but but yeah, obviously that's a that's a Herculean. No, you're not it's not going to happen. Right. I mean, so the things so I'm always looking for what is something that could be exploited if there was the political will the desire the courage to to exploit it and to me like the stacy davis gates thing oh, her hypocrisy perfect. on school choices is, is somewhat of an opportunity it's not like the first time we've seen hypocrisy like that from someone like her in her position um the teachers union bosses and politicians rich politicians that send their kids to private schools and say uh the schools your kids are in are good enough for them, which is essentially what Stacey Davis-Gates said. But I mean, that's that's an opportunity. But there's like, but we, we say it, you write about it, I say it on the radio, and then it just sort of is in a is and it goes into a void. There's anyone, no, there's no anyone, follow-up action. What about the all the, What about forty thousand parents who are on scholarships right now because of the tax credit scholarship program? Who's activating them? That this seems to me like this is an opportunity, and um, you're not doing enough, Cass.
0: <laughs> I, I have to. I have to fault all the parents in this room, and all the people who live in Wil- Wilmette and all those who live oh, in well. Western Springs, our old home because uh, similar dynamics are at work in both of them the ma- managerial class people want to get along and no one wants to stand out and no one wants to th- call it what it is so they don't and then they, one by one they leave, leave we've talked about this before people leave like oh what did the, where did the castes go oh they went to uh, Indiana oh yeah where did the where will the hazes go I don't know wherever they'll go, but wherever it is, they'll go. Everyone leaves. No one stands to fight. I don't know why. I don't know
2: why, Dan. Do you? I mean, I have some ideas, but uh, I'm not going to be so... um Gosh, just to insult our audience. I mean, that's. Uh, Sorry, I'm, everyone. I'm horrified. I really didn't mean. See, that. this is what happens when you bring a guy who went to Richards High School up to. Well, Matt, oh, that woman you, complaining about Mount Carmel and Saint Rita is exactly right. Is exactly right. Dan's, Dan's
0: upset that I didn't wear my khakis and my construction boots and a sweatshirt. Yeah. He thought I went to Mount Carmel. I went, didn't I? Went to Richards.
2: Yeah. We don't we don't wear that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. John Cass and Dwayne Wade. Richards Richards is finest. That's right. Um, yeah, why so why doesn't it happen? Well, not pain. Uh, who so, say who what? Just not enough pain. Not enough pain. Well, um no but 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 Well, well first of all, I mean, you know, well so he's uh you know uh south side barbarian and I'm I'm a domestic terrorist cuz I'm a conservative catholic so we're just happy to be here to be honest with you um, but um no I mean it's it's uh, you, Pain is not going to be visited up here in the sense that pain is visited upon people... I mean, I'm not to overly caricature, but I'm going to. Um, It's not the same way as the pain is going to be visited upon like middle to lower income uh, people that have fewer choices. So that's not why it's happening here. Why don't people step up here? Why don't people step up in tony areas in the city and in rich suburbs in in, in the western suburbs where I grew up too, although I was not rich, but... um, Is because um, there's no social cachet to doing so. Is because. you know, you're just sort of keeping your head down and plotting ahead, worrying about your thing. It's because, you know, I sort of gave at the office. I donate to this charity. I volunteer for this group. And that's all well and good. I'm not denigrating any of that. But I don't, I don't want to pick fights with politicians. And I don't want to pick fights with people in positions of power that can mess with my life or mess with my kids' lives. Why don't people stand up when um, their schools... And by the way, the schools up here, I mean, New Trier, the Glenbrook schools... I mean i don 't know how to break it to you, so i 'll just rip the bandaid off i mean they 're terrible they're terrible schools i don 't know what what i mean i don 't know what you think a classical education looks like, but it doesn 't look anything like what 's happening at New Trier or Glenbrook North or Glenbrook South. I hate to break it to you uh, so, uh, not to, not yeah, you your kid, I mean, right. Well, I'm done with that. I've done with that portion of the program. So, I mean, you're you're. I mean, I get that your kid. They're they're smart. You care about their education. They're going to go to good schools. They're going to get good jobs, and they're going to be successful. And they're going and that's great. Good for them. But but I mean, but why don't why don't people want to take up the fight? Why don't people want to take up the fight? I'll I'll put myself in the crucible, when Bennett Academy where I went to school in Lyle, abdicated their central mission objective and allowed somebody who lied on their employment application to stay in a coaching position because she's gay and because they succumbed to political pressure. The issue wasn't whether she was gay or not. The issue is what are the values of the school and what is the consequence of somebody who lies on a job application? That was the issue. But pressure from a few people, you know, uh, like with signs in their yards, like in this neighborhood, uh, May Bennett flip on itself. The uh, the the appointed school board, because that's a private Catholic school, it's an appointed school board, they essentially took over because the overarching Benedictine monks had lost control of the staff, and so you lost control of the school. And who wanted to stand up for, and, and fight that fight at Bennett Academy? Anybody in the Joliet Diocese? No. Uh, alumni, alumni other than me and a few people? No. Why? Because Because... I, I want the sta- I went to Bennett. I went to North Trier. It's a status. Oh God, you must be smart. Oh, that's a great school. Oh, wonderful. And then where did you go to college? You're so fascinating. And, and nobody, and nobody wants, nobody wants to be said. You know? Oh, really? Because who's who's willing to say you went to Bennett? What the hell's going on at Bennett?
0: Yes.
2: You guys, you guys just abdicated your, your Catholic in name only now. That, that Catholic, just like at Loyola and Wilmette, as um, uh, uh, Phil Purcell said when he stopped giving to Loyola Academy when they went full Marxist, that's a great as, he said, as he said, the, the Catholicism <clears throat> is ornamentation now. It's not a Catholic school. It's ornamentation. It's part of your marketing. And that's what Bennett is now, my home school, or my alma mater. And so, like, Nutrier, like, you, you think Nutrier is the Nutrier that Charlton Heston and Ann Margaret went to? I mean, are you kidding? It's, it's not even the Nutrier that uh, David Schwimmer went to. So, I mean, let's just get real here about what's happening in K-12 education, and Ted Dabrowski and WirePoints can give you all the data, since everybody's a man and woman of science and data. Uh, look at the data. Look at what the reading at grade level is at the quote-unquote best government schools in the region, the Hinsdale Centrals and the New Triers and the Glenbrooks and so on and so forth. I mean, you're you're happy at 70% or 65% reading and math proficiency? That's proficiency. That's not like you're solving the equation on the board in Goodwill Hunting. That's proficiency. (laughs) Proficiency. Is that what you expect out of these great schools that are living off reputations that no longer reflect who and what they are? You just expect them to be proficient. I hope my kid grows up to be mediocre. (laughs) (laughs) Who says that? That's what's happening. And nobody will fight for it because, hey, that's a good school. We have this reputation. I, I laid anchor in this community and that has to mean something. And I get, I get the pressures. I mean, the pressures are real and they make some sense and it's rational to process all this and say, we made this huge investment. I can't bring myself to believe what I'm seeing, well, what I I'm understand. hearing. I, I, can't, I can't do it,
0: but you have to do it. I don't understand the, the huge investment thing. Because if the kids are not, or if... Just a few are proficient. Why
2: are the property values not suffering? Yeah, They are suffering because of property taxes. But, but, but everybody believes this. this. This entire state is predicated on believing beautiful lies city of Chicago is, the, the North Shore is, this entire Chicagoland region is predicated on believing beautiful yeah, lies. You
3: should listen to John Cass because he just said that the property values up here, if you want to sell your house, they're very high. Yeah. yeah. Even though the taxes are high. So that's a good question and I'd like you to answer it.
2: Yeah, well, well I. you guys. That, no, I mean, I've, I've, only been about, I've only been talking about property values for 30 years. Um, to the extent that you're having a slight uh, bump, right now because of still the fallout from COVID of people who fled the city like it's on fire because it is. And they're moving to the suburbs or young families now, especially saying we have to get out earlier than we thought before our kids go to school. So they're moving to places like Elmhurst and places like Evanston and Wilmette and so on and so forth. But if you look at the actual numbers... If you look at what you think you can sell your house for today, and then you adjust that for inflation as from when you bought it, and you build in the negative multiplier effect of property taxes, and then everything else that you put into it. I mean, that's, this, there's not winners here. There are no winners. There are no winners. It's just a question of how much you're going to lose. I sold my condo in Streeterville last year. I, pay, I got nominally a little bit more than I paid for it. Um, 15 years earlier. And, by the way, in the city of Chicago, um, we have a lot lower... Uh, property taxes as a percentage of a home value than do a lot of suburbs because you know in Cook County commercial subsidizes residential unlike the collar counties and in Chicago you have a commercial base that you don't have in most suburbs except for you know maybe like Oak Brook and DuPage because of the mall but those are those are those are outliers those are one-offs
0: but all that all that will soon come to an end when
2: uh, you you can't outrun the math
0: when the you can't outrun it when the uh commercial leases begin to expire downtown and they aren't renewed yeah. on the big the big buildings. The commercial buildings are not renewed. Like the mom and pop stores are gonna close. No one's no one's open down there. No one no one's going downtown. You can't even can't go to Valari like for lunch. You can only go for dinner because everything is screwed up down there as you know so all those leases will come due and all that pain will be shifted on to the backs of the homeowners in the city Northwest side, so, Southwest side. Sort it's of. It's just
2: going to take. Sort of. It's going to take a, a couple years. It's more complicated than that because what they're going to yes. do is because you've got government backing all this, all these crazy gambits of the city where they're going to take. I mean, they want to retrofit commercial spaces in the financial district to be low-income housing. I mean, this is the lunacy that you're. De- I'm not. That's not. That's not. That's not like. I'm not. I'm not being sarcastic. That's a proposal. That's in proposal form at this point. That's all that's, they have. And it's It's not just in Chicago. It's in all major metropolises because you have the same ideology that's just attached to different names in San Francisco and L.A., in New York, in Chicago, in Atlanta, and every other city over 250,000 people in this country. So, I mean, you're going to have all sorts of externalities created. But here's the net net of it. That big cities are going to be ghettoized. And the problems in big cities will be socialized to the suburbs. I mean, don't you see what, what Daly Daley as as sort of like not terribly bright as he was, they they understood one thing. Yes. They understood that make Chicago Chicago land. They he started he's the one who started that suburban mayors caucus why? Because he gave a rat's ass about country club hills or addison. No. No, because you socialize the city's problems to all of the suburbs. This is the engine. We, everybody likes to come to the city. We have this, we have that. You're going to come to the city. And we all sing from the hymnal of the greatest city on the on, on earth. And it was at one time in a kind of sort of way for fun and stuff. And when I, in the 90s and early part of this century, I'd say 80s, early part of the century. But... But what they were doing the whole time is uh, spreading out the costs of terrible public policy in the city that had consequences outside of the city boundaries. You know, um, professional criminal street gangs and theft rings and other black market operators, uh, they don't respect corporate boundaries. Oh, we can't do that. This is Oak Park technically. No, that's not how it works. And so that's exactly what they've done. And, so, and and now, when you have city of Chicago crime bosses in charge of the state of Illinois, which we've had for the last 50 years, and now that's been accelerated by uh, Jelly Belly and his trust fund, then you're going to socialize the problems of northeastern Illinois to the entire state. And that's exactly what's happening. That's why this thing is in a death spiral. <laughs> so again
0: we have another drink Indiana's (laughs) nice
2: I'm just telling you know it's like one of these things like I mean you just need to like recognize the scope of the problem if you want to talk about solutions that are proportional. And we want to talk about like like ele- like elect somebody to the sc- uh, elect some state senator in Elmhurst. I don't care. I don't care about some say. I mean I care like if somebody's interesting and they're going to be a leader and they're going to be a, essentially a counter revolutionary, which is what we need in the state, and they're going to stoke a revolt of the otherwise dormant sensible people. But I mean if you're not talking about that, then you're not talking. Talking about any sort of pathway to something that is proportional to what is being done in real time. That's what I'm saying.
0: And because that's not happening, is why
2: I would say get in your
0: car. <laughs>
1: Right
2: now. Just, 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 just leave. Leave right now. Don't, don't, don't wait. Don't, don't wait. wait. Don't wait. We're, we're don't, wait, don't wait. To in cancel questions. Nice no. Yeah. no. But here's the, here's the, thing, the other thing, too. Like there, I, I go, so let me talk about opportunities. Let me just talk about opportunities for a second. So the two opportunities in the last year, the Safety Act and the Task Credit Scholarship Program. These were opportunities for center-right people to coalition build with impacted and or impacted in the sense of crime or benefited in the sense of uh, uh, benefit, you know, people who are benefiting in the sense of scholarships um, so uh, that you could change public policy or at least begin to win arguments. The way you win elections is not by we win an election somehow, and then we win the argument after the fact. We win elections, you win arguments, you make arguments, you win arguments, and then you win elections. So we won the arguments on the Safety Act, and we won the argument on school choice. We've still won them, and we lose elections. How's that? They have losing arguments, but they win. Yeah. It's, it's not. It's not. It's not cheating, and it's not. It's not like a litmus test on a particular race. It's that we didn't. We didn't essentially attach the winning arguments to our brand, our candidates. And we also didn't bring in nontraditional surrogates to be the front people to message to bring in non-traditional constituent partners on those issues. So I say again, just to use this as an example, 40,000 families who benefit from the tax credit scholarship, mostly lower income, disproportionately minority, and how many of them did you ever see? Why aren't
0: they storming the barricades now?
2: Why aren't, isn't somebody... Driving them to the barricades. There you go.
0: There you go. They have to be taken to the barricades. Well, I mean,
2: look, <laughs> like I, well, I'll take no, no, you no. here. Now yeah. you can what stand here. Does. That's what the competition does. Somebody said that. That's exactly right. And be
3: like a well,
2: well, 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 So we we know who they are. How about how about we don't have to do that much. They're pretty motivated. They were motivated motivated enough to get their kids on scholarship and 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 get them to a better school. They're paying attention. All you have to do is say. Um, Mr. Jones, Mrs. Jones, this tax scholarship is going to go away and that means it's going to go away for your kid. Can we bring you to this thing? I mean, I tried. I know. And and people on, ostensibly on our side, on my side, if you're a proponent of school choice, they didn't want to do it. So, I mean, it's, like, it's not like there haven't been opportunities present and there aren't opportunities present to begin the slow turn away from the abyss. But when they present themselves we have, I don't know why exactly, We e- even people that are sort of tasked with doing this professionally have turned away from the opportunity to lead this revolt on an argument where we have a majority support in the state across every demographic.
1: <laughs> Quick side note here. Uh, the, the night continued for a little bit longer, taking some questions from the audience. The audio wasn't perfect, but uh, it, w- it was questions were repeated and you could understand the flow of conversation. But and that's the point. Uh, you can catch that if you want on new neighbors website, which is nutri dot org. if you want to check that out there. Uh, they have the whole video of the evening up on their page if you want to catch that. Um, otherwise, we're going to pick things up here with the final question for the evening, the question about how business and uh, leaders from the business community can come together and maybe help fix some of the chicago's problems and well dan has an answer for that but uh, here it is uh the
2: the point he made was about uh business leadership to turn cities around that has happened in the past and needs to happen again well i i'd love for that to be true um, I think the business community in Chicago, like the Economic Club of Chicago, <laughs> the Civic Federation types, the C-Sweaters, I think they're an absolute disgrace. To be quite honest with you, uh, I think I, I, you agree. Um, I think they have. I think they have been rent seekers and cowards. I think they have been. Um, completely asleep at the switch. I think they like to dip their toe in the water for the accolades, but not do any of the heavy lifting it takes to actually recruit and provide uni- sort of unanimity of support around competent mayoral candidates or candidates for Cook County State's Attorney and up and down. I think they've been split, and I think they've been venal, and I think there are a bunch of political hacks and cake eaters, frankly. Uh, and, 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 and I'll tell you what, tell you what it, it doesn't have to be that way, and I be happy for somebody uh, to step up and prove me wrong but that's who it is right now and the, the model for this actually like if you want to look at a model uh, Julius Rosenwald that's what we need civic leaders to do Julius Rosenwald who partnered with Booker T. Washington to build schools in the south for black kids during segregation and change the trajectory of the education of uh, black children and and, and the the uh, prosperity of black families in so doing Julius Rosenwald is the CEO of Sears uh, Roebuck at the time Booker T Washington. Everybody knows who that was, and they partnered on that. Rather than even um, politicians at this stage, if I see, if I could, see, if I would see any civic leadership, any CEO leadership in the direction of something like the Rosenwald Schools or something else in terms of um, uh, in terms of network building among people who are in separate networks right now, uh, both kids and adults, then I would I would cheerlead that. But we don't have any of that, anything like that going on right now
0: last comment comment of the evening I'll stick around and answer hello can you hear me Yes. I'll stick around and answer questions I agree with Dan 100% on the Julius Rosenwald schools where's Julius Rosenwald in business where is he I keep asking where's Woodward and Bernstein But they're gone too. Cuckoo, 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 whatever. (laughs) Mrs. Robinson, they're all gone.
1: Can we get Protheus to say something nice about Illinois? Why
0: do you love Illinois? Illinois? We love you guys. Why do we love Illinois? All right, well, it's not because of the bears. They suck. The fire sucks even worse because no one even knows what the fire is. We're seeing ticket holders. Boys, does anyone care about the fire? No, not even the boys. The Blackhawks, I don't know, maybe a little bit. One good
1: thing. thing.
0: I'm thinking about, yeah, okay, Food. But you don't need, you don't need, you need to go to Illinois because I live in a food desert. It's called Indiana where all they do, they fry everything. I was talking to a guy and said, can you make me some veal? I know. Can you make me some uh, spaghetti alio? Alio? And he's like, what's that? I go, spaghetti and garlic, okay? Just put the, he goes, how much
2: do I put in? What do I, I said, forget about it. <laughs> forget about it. Um, one good thing is that the United States Soccer Federation is leaving uh, Chicago oh, yeah. for Atlanta. That's That's good. I like that. Well, that's positive. No, um, Chicago, Chicagoland. It's it's a really ironic because three of the worst states in the country have some of the best golf: Illinois, New York, and California. Chicago has great golf. I'll give you that.
3: All
1: right, Jan. All right, Jan. It was a good event. You guys, everyone caught up with some of that. We were happy to share some of the audio with Dan and the crowd. Uh, but I can't tell you this was a crowd. We had two hundred people here almost. Yeah, it was
0: a great crowd, and it was great to be with all these people. The new Trier neighbors, Mm -hmm. I mean, they love their kids as much as I love mine. So, And Betty and I love ours, so they care about their children, and they care about their school, and that's where it starts, in the school, in the neighborhood, local community. So for new Trier neighbors... For Dan Prof, for Beth Feely, for Jeff Carlin, (laughs) and for me, John Cass, editor-in-chief of your favorite website, johncassnews.com, and my kids and my wife, and everybody who went through a Sunday thinking the Bears would be good. We pray for Ed Obradovich because... Justin Fields will end up killing the (laughs) poor man. Talk to you again next time on another edition of the Chicago Way podcast on WGN Plus.